Naturophysics is a concept astrophysicist Leroy Larry developed that explains in down-to-earth scenarios how the principles of physics could have come about from observing nature. Each episode begins with a scenario, followed by an example to illustrate the application of these principles in futuristic research at the frontiers of science, such as Leroy's astrophysics doctoral research at Cinespa, Center for Space Research, and then concludes with an exploration of how these same principles could have very well been used by ancient cultures and civilizations. Mathematics is naturally encountered and incorporated as the exciting and fun tool of science that it is. Science is the window into our amazing world of nature, and mathematics is the tool to open that window. Natural physics encompasses current, futuristic, and ancient physics, and ties them together by the principles of physics that are common threads running throughout each. Greetings, I'm Leroy Larry, and welcome to Natural Physics, live from Costa Rica. As we were coming on, you may have heard a little undercurrent comment that said, this is your show. <laughs> and that came from my wife, who I will introduce in a minute. But everybody, guess who has finally made it back? to our show from season one, Mariella Bonilla, yes. Finally, yes. Oh, most, most excellent. Thank, Thank you, you so Mariella. Much, for, oh, I want to hear I'm so happy you know, for being here, really. And everybody, Mariella joined us fall equinox morning at 5.20 so a.m. in the morning. She yes. sure did. And we were so lucky to start season two out with her energy. And now that she's able to join us, oh, most excellent, most excellent. <laughs> and we have another guest I would like to introduce. I would like to introduce my wife, Tears. I'm gonna swing the computer around so she can say uh, hello. Okay, here we go. There Hi. we go. Hello, Teresa. I don't know where to go. I don't know how to do this. Just look into the light, hi. the green light. Which green light? Oh, hi. This one. There you go. Ray, could you let us know if you can hear tears okay? Yes, I think All it's right. fine. Yes, I, mean, I, can't, fine. I can't hear. So. Okay, you can't hear, hmm. but okay. Can I, uh, can I come back when I can hear? Well, no, it's that's okay. Well, that's okay. All right. So, okay. Um, so, again, we have two guests today. And it's very possible that we will have uh, another guest joining us, uh, Tears's brother. Today is his birthday. His name is G uh, Damien Guy. And also Tears's uh, other brother, Corey Guy, may be able to join us. Uh, if you could, uh, Ray, could you show the picture of the three of them, Tirza, Damien, and Corey? Uh, Damien has, really, has a cool necklace on. So uh, the bigger of the two, which they're both big, that's Corey. And then Damien is the other one, and that's his birthday today. So there you have the big sister and her two little brothers. 
So happy birthday, Damien. So it's, Rambling Rose. it's possible that both or one or the other may be able to join us, but maybe not. Okay. So, um, uh, Tirza is going to be back. We're having technical difficulties with her being able to hear the broadcast. I mean, y'all, we can hear her, but she can't hear us. So we'll just, we'll just continue rocking and rolling with the spheres. Okay. Now it's fine. Mary it's fine. It's fine, Leroy. Because as okay. you should know, women like to be heard. <laughs> women like to be heard, Mariella just said, right? On. And, and you know, Mariella, uh, you weren't able to join us, but there was an episode where um I talked about how women have been excluded from acknowledgement of their achievements that they've accomplished. And a lot of this is not in the history books. I came upon it from, they're called historical fiction novels uh, that Tirza reads. And they're so cool because they are based on history, historical, and by the way, his story, right? Written by some man who's a member of the culture that's in control, his story, their side of the story. So these historical fiction novels, they, they keep the historical facts true, but they put into it a lot of facts that you did not ever read in any history uh, book. And, and an example was um, this actress from the uh, 40s. Uh, her name was Hedy Lamar, And uh, she was very popular. And she actually participated in the development of, uh, of, uh, of an instrument that helped to win World War II by the Allies. I mean, basically, it was an instrument, I guess, on a ship. Uh, and you have torpedoes coming from a submarine. Well, the ship has the ability to jam the signal from the submarine to the torpedo so that they miss the ship. Again, if I'm misspeaking, please, I will apologize and correct myself. So <laughs> her and these other men, they developed this instrument. It's called frequency hopping, where uh, the signal that um, you send you know what? See, here we go. Let me back up. Submarines for the Allies. You had to send a signal from the submarine to the torpedo to guide it to the enemy ship. And uh, the enemy was able to, if they were able to latch on to the frequency of that radio signal that went from the ship to the torpedo, they could scramble it so the torpedo would lose its navigation and would miss the enemy ship. So what Greta, uh, what uh, Hedy Lamar and these men came up with was a device. It's called frequency hopping, where the radio signal that they would send from the submarine to the torpedo to guide it to the enemy ship, the signal would hop around so that the enemy could not latch onto it and scramble it and misguide the torpedo. So this uh, application of frequency hopping 
it enabled the torpedoes that were sent from the Allied submarines to the enemy ships. It enabled them to be able to find their target and not get scrambled by the enemy. But do you think she was ever mentioned in any of the literature that talk about this instrument that helped win World War II for the Allied forces? That was going to be my, my question. Zero, zero, Mary Ellen, nada. I mean, it's like she wasn't even present. And, um, and actually this frequency hopping has applications with the current day Wi-Fi. The way I don't quite, I'd have to read up on it, but what I did see was that whatever uh, technology is used to enable frequency hopping is used with the current Wi-Fi technology. So there you go, right? Hedy Lamarr, very famous actress during the 40s, uh, significantly a part of the development of an instrument to help win World War II, but not mentioned anywhere. And real quickly, just because you missed it, Mariella, I also talked about um, Ada uh, Byron Lovelace, who she was basically the very first computer programmer ever. I mean, she, she wrote, have you ever heard of her? No, no, I haven't. Okay. She wrote, she wrote the very first computer program. It's called Ada's Algorithm. And it's basically the very, very first computer program that ever existed, written by a woman. And did you ever read about that in any history no, books? Of course not. Not even, right? And, and, in and, fact, and I, uh, I, I've read or I've heard that writers, it, women writers used to change their names. And that's why J.K. Rowling, the uh, Harry Potter writer, Right. She, she writes JK because she Damien! Okay, I'm sorry. Please continue, Mariella. Okay, this is unbelievable. I can't believe it. Okay, please finish your sentence, Mariella. Please finish no, that, your sentence. I was talking about, about how women okay. have to hide. Right. We'll get back to you. Okay, Mariella, this is Tears' little brother, Damien. Damien! Damien. Hey. <laughs> oh my goodness. He misses the pictures. Okay. Are you uh, the birthday man? This is his birthday? How old are you turning, Damien? 48. I'm 48 today. 48. Happy today. birthday. I can't believe you. Okay. Okay. You know what? Uh let's I'm gonna get rid of my headphones because Tirza can't hear this and it's utmost importance, and we'll get the audio from the computer going. So everybody bear with us. You know how we are with technical deals. So just bear with us. Okay, let me, damn, this is awesome. I can't believe it. So let's disconnect. <laughs> earbuds. No, I'm gonna get it so everybody can hear us. Okay, so the microphone is still plugged in. Uh, you know what? I may have to, let's see. Cheers. 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 Okay, Cheers with water. Ah. <laughs> ah, I like it. Oh, see, this is what line is all. Okay, let me go to the bottom. Volume. 
So we turned up 100. Okay, uh, let's see. Okay. Here we go, let's see. Okay, default. Okay. Can everybody hear us? No? I can hear you. Yes. You yep. can hear us? You can hear us? Yes. I can't hear you. Uh, I'm sorry, I got something in my Oh, head. there we go. Can you hear us? SW. Can you hear us? Yep. Damien? Yep. Mariella, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> Excellent. We're ready to rock and roll. All right, let's get rid of all this headphone microphone stuff. And let's have a good old fun live broadcast on my brother-in-law's birthday. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Okay. All right. Excellent. Hey, Mariella. I'm back. Okay. Damien, let me introduce you to Mariella Bonilla. She's a teacher here in Costa Rica. She's up north in Guanacaste. And she's been a part of our show from day one. Okay. And Mariella, this is Damien Guy, my, my brother-in-law, Tirza's uh, little brother. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, I don't know if he wants to divulge how old he turned today, but he's perfectly welcome to. Okay. He did. He, we already asked him. He said 48. Oh, I missed it. I'm 11 and a half years younger, so if I'm going to be 60 next year and we do a little math, I came up with 48. Okay. Good math. Okay. All right. So, um, how's your birthday so far, little brother? It's great. I went to the doctor this morning and then uh, I made myself some cocktails. So, it's fantastic. No. Right on. So, is everything good at the doctor? Not pregnant or anything like that? Uh, yeah, no. Oh, I just look pregnant, but no. Um, everything's fine. Oh. It was just, it was just for my medication. Since you know, coming out here in Tennessee, I don't have a primary doctor yet because you just can't get into one because of the you know COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything takes forever. So that was it. I like your shirt, brother. Oh, hey, California refugee, baby. <laughs> Now, Damien, can you explain that to you, to you? Hey, Damien, we got listeners, right, who can't see us, but it's like they're listening to a radio talk show. But then we okay. got people that are watching on uh, YouTube and Facebook. So I'm going to describe to the listeners who can't see this tight T-shirt you got on. It's got the American flag, and underneath it, it says California Refugee. And Damien, could you explain what that means, bro? Well, just means we uh, were lucky enough to get out of California before it got too crazy. And we're up here in Tennessee now. But, uh, you know, I love California. It was a great place to grow up. Uh, I loved every minute of it. But what, what it's becoming now and what everyone there is going through, it's not worth it anymore. I'd rather Seriously? enjoy my later years. You know, even though I'm only 48, uh, I just want to enjoy my later years to where I can right. actually do something and afford some things a little bit more, you know, being working class, right? You know, not, and not struggling, you know, you're, you think you're not struggling, but you are, and then you come to a different place and you realize, oh, you were struggling. So, but we're not struggling uh, anymore, so we're good. And everybody, uh, Damien and his family in California, they lived in, what was the area, Damien? In California? Yeah. In, in Simi Valley, California. In, C Ventura in Cino County. Valley. 
adjusting to it sure um, it's uh it, it is different i mean 
you know, people always talk about how the people are in California. You know, there's nothing wrong with people that are in California. You know, they're just as nice, generous, you know, courteous, all that. You come out here, you see the same thing, but they always have that bad outlook with California or, or West. You know, we're rude people. But, you know, and then I come right. around and, uh, you know, I the people I work with are, you know, they don't understand. They can't believe that I'm from California when they meet me. Okay. They don't believe that I could act, you know, civilized and be courteous and be grateful and be helpful. Right. Like act human from California. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I'm all, I mean, that, that's everything. Awesome. But I mean, for the most part out here, they are all like that. They're all helpful. Um, they're all the sweet people. Um, you know, I'm just, the landscape is mostly what I'm dealing with, you know, because uh, I am in a town, Crossville, Tennessee. Um, it's very rural. You know, we have two sh- main streets basically that have a, some things in here. Uh, to put it in perspective, we don't have a Target. We don't have, we have two grocery stores. You know, we have a Walmart, you know, that that kind of a thing. We don't have much things like that. I barely wow. have sidewalks. That's that's one thing wow. that I keep telling people. When they ask me, what do you miss most about Cal- or California? It's sidewalks. Because you can't walk <laughs> around. You can't walk around anywhere. Everywhere is uh-huh. a ditch. A road in the ditch. You know, I can't. I can't get past that. You know, I can't. That's I can't uh, go for a walk in my neighborhood without being in the middle of the road. So it, there's just things like that. Uh, weather, of course, is uh, you got to get used to. It's already thirty something degrees at night right now. You know, and it's been that way for a couple of weeks. But I love That's that. Cold. I know. Okay, hold, <laughs> so hold up, Damien. Let's see. Okay, thirty degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, what's that in centigrade? Uh, let's see. Mariella, you're the, you're the, you're the teacher. <laughs> Help us out. Okay, uh, thirty degrees Fahrenheit is. Uh, let's see. Google it. Okay, thirty degrees what Fahrenheit is. Two, that's two degrees below freezing. Freezing is 30 t- 32 degrees Fahrenheit. So you're two degrees below freezing. So freezing and centigrade is zero, right, Mariella? Freezing is zero degrees centigrade. I think. Uh-huh. So we're talking a little bit below zero degrees centigrade. Oh, that's cold. Woo. Oh, my goodness. That's why I'm in Costa Rica and not still living in Omaha, Nebraska, bro. Seriously. Oh, my goodness. I mean, if you look, I left Omaha for college and went where? I went south. And then I left the south. And where did I go? To Southern California. <laughs> and then where did I go from there? Costa Rica. You see the serious progression of getting from colder <laughs> to warmer to warmer. Okay. Okay, what? Thanks, Ray. Okay. Oh, Ray piped it in. Okay. Okay. Okay, get this. According to Ray, the omnipresent, all-knowing Ray, 32, uh, th- sorry, 30 degrees Celsius is negative 1.111 degrees Celsius. And by the way, everybody, those of you listening and viewing, you can pipe in questions to us. Any three of us, all of us. Yes. Uh, uh, you can uh, rate uh, com. You can just, or if you're looking on, if you're watching on YouTube, 
or Facebook, you can just type your question in. She's pulling me back because I'm so excited. This is unbelievable. <laughs> I have three live guests, right? I feel like I have three live specimens finally on the show. This is what it is so awesome. The fresh energy, the new energy. Thank the three of you so much. Okay, let's get back to what we were talking about, which yes. Uh, so that's cold. That's cold, Damien. That is, uh, you know what? When I was growing up in Omaha, I remember that we used to have to. My father used to have to go out and start the car up and let the engine idle a little bit before we could actually go out and get in it and go anywhere. I mean, that's how cold, you know, it was. I mean, that's what you're dealing with, huh? It's called remote start. It's very remote awesome. Start? Oh, they got that now where you can start yeah. your car from the... Oh, that's you can start cool. your car from, from inside the house and get it ready to go. And you know that came from space technology. You know it must have come from that uh, being able to be uh, done in space, you know, at, uh, remotely... That is so cool. Oh, wow. My goodness. My father would have been so happy with that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I remember stories, I remember stories of, uh, you know, our dad living in, in Alaska, you know, and they would have to, you know, they park their car in an apartment complex and they'd have to plug their car into a heater to make sure it didn't freeze overnight. So that's, Wait, Chuck, that's cold. Chuck, yeah, Chuck, Chuck, yep. Chuck you lived in Alaska? He lived in Alaska, yes. Whoa. He almost froze to Yeah, in the service. Oh, wow. With John Lopez. What, what part of Alaska? Cold part. <laughs> <laughs> a very cold part. Pick, yeah. pick a, a base out there, and that's where he probably was. <laughs> what, what, what time frame was this? Late 50s. Oh, God, it was the, yeah. Yeah, mid to late, late 50s. 50s. Like, he was 17, 18 years old. Yeah, he was born in 39. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's very cool. I didn't know that, baby. Well, that, that's also where he learned he couldn't drink because he uh, went out with some of the fellas and got drunk and passed out in the snow and almost froze to death. So that's when he decided he was Ooh. not going to be one. <laughs> oh, that, that would do it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. So, yeah, Tears he was having a cold beer at yeah. the beach, and that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, couple I can times crown, but, but I just say, thankfully, we live in a warm climate. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, you know, it, now it what makes... did I interrupt? No. Were you guys? No. Were you guys dude, dude, dude. Show the picture. You know what, Damien? Like this is your birthday. This is your birthday. You have the floor. Uh, this is a big event for us because Mariella has not been able. Okay, there you go, Damien. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> you remember Holy that smoke. Neil Diamond concert there, brother? Uh, well, that's why I dress that way. Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> that's 2008. <laughs> There's choppers. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Your attire was meant to be close to what Neil Diamond would wear? Uh, just that that era when he was around, you know, yeah. the 60s, early 70s. Yeah. So Mary, do you know Neil Diamond? No. Sweet Caroline. Dun, dun, dun. You know that one? 
Yes. You know that song? See? There you go. Right on. All right. All right. Oh, who's that? Is that who there? Who's that? She's working. She's working from home. Tell her to, tell her to come back and say hi, Damien, if well, you can. Well, she will once she can wrangle up the dogs so they don't bark their ass off. That's okay. This is live. That's what live is about. It's fun. It's not practiced. It's not recorded. No, this is... Honey, yeah. you coming back? Ah, eh, she probably went back to work. Okay. Okay. Is that April? I don't know. Is that yeah. April or that, Shy? No, it was my other wife. No, it was April. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, He's I'm joking, Mary. Come He's on totally now. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. Because people have gotten so tired of hearing me talking about about these, you know, these fears. And we've gotten to the point that the only thing we can do from now on is actually go to the tribe, in the indigenous peoples and talk to the elders. And by the way, everybody, I, I talked to a gentleman at the National Museum of Costa Rica. His name is Juan Carlos Calea, Mariela. He works with Francisco Corrales and He's a graphic artist. We're going to get back to Damien because this is your birthday. But just real quickly, uh, he, he works with the head archaeologist, Francisco Corrales, and he's a graphic, uh, graphic design artist. Mm -hmm. And so he told us a lot about the he, I just spoke with him this morning. He told me about what's going on in the Baduca village with respect to the museum and how they're still they're getting it together. And, and his organization is helping with that. It's great. I, I will talk more about it the next show, but right now, so we know what's going on with the village. We don't really have to go down there for the inauguration on December the 15th because they're still, they're, you know, they're playing it by ear. That's the best you can do, right? When you can get everything together and get it going. So yeah, it's all good. So with that being said, let's get back to my brother-in-law. On his B day. <laughs> Let's see your dog. Let me see your dog. Oh, uh, Scoot, you want to say hi? Which one? Say hi. Come on, Scoot. Come on. Oh! I should go get balloon beans. No. That's our. This is our scooter. Did you say scooter? Scooter. Yeah, the people who fostered him. We we just uh, respected them as they. Hey. Um, we respected their, you know, they gave him that name, so we respected that and kept his name, even though Scooter is such a lame dog name. <laughs> so, I have, but, five. Um, I have five dogs. Five? Nice. Yes, I have five. Three puppies. Um, they are um, Australian cattle dogs, blue healers, wow. and two mates breed. Yes, pull the camera back. That's they are noisy and they are lovely. <laughs> I remember oh, it. It was it was so cool to be able to hear them barking in the background that one episode. That was great. Yes, that was awesome. Yes, that was great. Come here, jealous. Hey, how how old is Scooter, Damien? Oh. Um, oh. So this is Sawyer. He gets a little jealous. Sawyer. <laughs> Sawyer has yeah. been around a long time. Now how, 
how, how old are they, Damien? Um, they're all roughly, I mean, we have, we range from 11 to, I think, seven, eight years old. They're all rescue, so it's kind of a tough, you know, you know, right uh, based right. on basically how long we've had them. Um, right. So we have the seven of them, and they're all rescued. Um, right. You know, foster fails. We just fostered them and then just fell right. in love with them. This guy decided to be diabetic about three years ago for some reason. So now he gets two shots a day. And we're just thankful we actually did adopt him or take him because uh, uh, who knows who would if they would have dealt with, uh, right. you know, giving him shots and taking care of him and stuff like that. So. Totally. 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 Right on, Damien. That's very cool, bro. You know, our boys, uh, Balu and Dini, <laughs> they're, they're rescues too. And our first kid, Oscar, he was a rescue. Uh, and, and I mean, I would say any human being that has never felt the, the love and affection from a four-legged person or wing feathered, they're missing out on so much. I mean, it's that unconditional love, right? They just, they don't care what you look like. <laughs> they could care less. It's just, they love you. And I mean, that's the ultimate, right? That's just, and they're people just like we are. They got their personalities. Malo, uh, we call him D'Artagnan because he kind of has this standoffish attitude. Balo uh, uh, is, what, six years old now. Yeah. And he's black and white cat. Dini, Tirza found, he looks like Asalate. He's five years old now. Tirza actually found him. Why don't you tell a story, babe? Tell a story how you found how you found Dean oh, the Yes, my husband was on the way home from Nigeria, and I knew he would want some scotch, so I was going oh, to the store to get him ouch, some scotch. Ouch! Shocker! Ouch, ouch, and so as I'm approaching ouch. the park, I see this little tiny kitten on the wall, and there's two men standing there. And as I walk forward, they proceed to tell me they found the kitten in the trash. So when I put my hand down on the wall, it licked my hand. So I said, I guess I have a cat now. <laughs> um, he's five weeks old and we got him all cleaned up. So when Lori came home from Nigeria, um, you all saw his outfit from last week. <laughs> Once I recovered from my fit of laughter, um, that went on and on and on and on, a fit of laughter. Um, and he finally got in the house and then he said, right, what's that sound? Because I was trying to, it'd be a secret. But just like Dini, his name's Houdini. <clears throat> Dini, 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 Houdini. So that's what um, Lori came home to a cat and I came home to the outfit. <laughs> and, and you know what, everybody? Actually, we have film footage of they like to wrestle together. I mean, they're, they're hermanos. They're brothers. We're so lucky because we've had people tell us that they have cats who don't like each other. They hiss at each other. And these two, they are brothers. So... Well, I'll show some film footage of the two of them in a future episode. But uh, and what a I, bird. yeah, and and, uh, and actually, this last trip when Tirza came back from LA, uh, our close family friend uh, Carlos Rojas, who's uh, driving her from the airport, they came upon a green parrot in the road. A crimson finch. A crimson parrot that was kind of dazed. Crimson. Yeah. Okay, and they they brought him. They they stopped, picked him up, 
brought him here. So we have a bird in the house too, who I will introduce you to also later. But you know, I have quite an idea. Mariella, I don't know if you can get all your group together uh, in one sitting, but maybe we can all introduce all of our family members, four-legged, wing, all yeah. of them. We can introduce them all together on a show. Huh? What do you think, Damien? Did you be down yeah, yeah. have you yours together? Oh, I've got two already down, so. Okay. Okay. We can't, we don't, we, we can't but, get the bird. But now I am at the school. I am at the school. Oh, I'm not okay. a Right. That's why right. I show them. That's right. But I want to tell yeah. you, I want to tell you my story with the dogs. Well, first, okay. we adopted the two, the two grounds, the two mixed, and then we wanted to have one cattle dog, and we chose one. My father-in-law uh, wanted another one, but then when he was growing up, when the puppy was growing, he said, okay, I can't separate them from the, from the group. So he has to stay with you. So he's with us. And we went to go to the dogs. And there was this little dog. It was a female and she was very ill. And, and the owner told us, okay, would you like to take it? Because nobody wants it. And we kept her. And she's still with us. That's Yay. how we have three cuddles. Yes. 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 And she's been ill. She's had. She's got all the illness possible, but she's still alive. Right on. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, Bolo, and actually, she's deaf. I'm sorry. What did you say? The the little dog is deaf. He's, seriously wow. yes wow well you know balo the older brother he has something going on with his eye it leaks so he doesn't have a tear duct a tear duct he so have. he doesn't have a tear duct so we found out that uh his older sister had been adopted but nobody nobody wanted balo because he had uh this 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 condition so, I mean, and, and, and you know what? I read somewhere or I watched a program where they said that rescue animals, they know, they know that you rescued them. They know that you saved them and they return that knowledge by that love and that, I mean, it's just, that's a win-win. And yeah, and, and so, uh, and then Beanie, <clears throat> The Asalat, uh, we we saw the moment when Balo accepted him as his little brother. I mean, we we saw it actually. You know, Balo had been kind of standoffish and kind of you know, who's this and eh, who's this little? Because Dini was the smallest thing we've ever. I mean, he fit in the palm of your hand. That's how little he was when Tirza found him scrummaging for food in the in the park, and so. Uh, so Balo was, hey, who, what, what's up? And we watched him warm. And like I said, Balo, the, the, we watched him warm up to Dini. We watched him start to love Dini and accept him as his little brother, just like a human would do. I mean, it's just, just like the, me and you, Dini. <laughs> right. It's the priceless things you get to witness, right? That just 
I mean, it's it's priceless. And and just like little brothers do, Dini can be such a pain in the behind to Balo, and he takes it. He's the big brother. He just really puts up with it. He could really whack him, but he just puts up. It's just so great to observe that. So, oh uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Okay. I hope uh, I hope that um, when the time comes that uh, Lori goes before the children because it would be hell to live with him. That's kind of all I got to say on that one. <laughs> that I go where traveling? Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you. Yeah, right on. Uh, Traveling to outer space. Hey, Damien, I wanted to ask you now, uh, Mariella, uh, Pooh Bear, we call her Pooh Bear, but her formal name is, please. Cheyenne Angeline. Cheyenne Angeline. And how old is she now, Damien? She's, uh, she'll be 17 in February. So, being a 17-year-old, She's 16. Mariella, how old is how old is Gabriel? He will turn 15 next 27 in 10 okay, days. Two, okay, two years. So imagine taking a teenager from Southern California down to Tennessee. Man, how's that going, Damien? I mean, how, how's that with, I mean, she's a teenager, 17. That's when you're rocking and rolling. I mean, you're about to graduate, you know, you're, coming upon the end of high school and hey how's she doing bro well uh she obviously she actually was one that actually made us come up here to be honest with you she visited with uh april and uh she would come up all the time she fell in love with it they just fell in love with it and then uh you know in california they're not back then they weren't allowing kids in school everything was online so but up here wasn't the same thing they were actually in class and doing that so she's actually halfway through or i guess she's been, we've been up here for a year so she did go to school as a sophomore she finished her sophomore year up here and now she's a junior um but she loves it she has a bunch of friends um, she gets to go out and do things and you know she's um she's got some good church friends which is really weird to Whoa. me but she's got some friends that are really good Church, friends, church, you know, friends? she's got friends that oh, are in church. Cool. They go to church very and they cool. do that. And, uh, you know, that's something she found on her own because obviously, Tirza would know that's not pushed in our family. You do what you want to do. So, but I'm thankful that, uh, you know, she chose that path because she's hanging out with some really good kids. So, um, of course, there's a couple of bad apples in there, but I mean, she weeds them out and she's such a good kid. And, uh, I'm very thankful to have her, you know, and, um, and how she is and she's just so helpful with everything she's just an awesome kid and she just loves it up here so it's fine you know i i, I came for them we, we basically bought this house before i even stepped foot in this state just because that's what they wanted to do it would make them happy so be it you know let's let's try a new adventure so um yeah she loves it Yay. they love it yeah so yes. you never know actually, unless you do it right actually, unless you you know people can tell you oh this location is like this it's like that, da di da. But until you go and you see it for yourself and your perspective of it, how you take it, oh, that's awesome, Damien. Whoa. Does she ever actually, talk about? Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, four years ago, I moved from the city. I moved two preteens to the beach, from the city to the beach. And they really loved yeah. it. 
I would love to be too. <laughs> you know, Marielle, I remember you talking about how when you when you lived in the city, you used to go to the beach every now and then, and it's yes. not the same as when you're there and you can experience that every day and and the na the nature the nature yes. Damien, let me give you where Mariella's at. Basically, she lived in our neighborhood uh, area here in the Central Valley. So mm -hmm. she basically, so just think of um, Los Angeles, think of Hollywood, living in mm -hmm. Hollywood. And she basically moved up to uh, the San Francisco by the beach, about five hours, four and a half to five hours away, depending on how you take. So she's mm -hmm. on the North Pacific versus okay. being in Hollywood. That's where she moved to. So I kind of went the opposite way, mm -hmm. but we're lucky enough that it's similar where we lived in Los Angeles, um, West Los Angeles, Southern California, that we were just maybe 10 miles from the beach, but it would right. take you an hour to get there, um, if not more, because of traffic. Um, some similar to here sometimes, you know, depending on the season. But other than that, um, um, we need to go. You're in Both of you. Yeah, I have to go. To, I have to go visit my brother in his new house, and his my sister-in-law, and my niece, and all the little happy critters, and make the rounds. Dolores and Scott are in um, Georgia. And do you ever go see Aunt Sandy? <laughs> or you all can go to one of. <laughs> so we have relatives in um, North Carolina, I guess. So Damien's just been staying in Tennessee golfing. No, not golfing. But no, I've been out in the Georgia. We've been in Kentucky. Um, you don't you not golfed out there? No, you know, I'm, I have no friends. I mean, I basically came up here by myself, so I don't. Uh, the, the family. I'm, that, I'm sorry. I've heard. That uh, your area has some of the best golf courses are in Tennessee. Yeah, that's, in the that's what I hear too. It's like the best golf training center in Tennessee. I I still haven't seen a golf course, so I don't know. I guess the routes I take, <laughs> I don't. Know. But uh, uh, you know, my um, you know, the father-in-law, they and my mother-in-law just purchased a home about ten minutes away from us. Right so um, yeah, so they're gonna. They're going to take some a few years to move up here eventually, but they're going to use it right now for like maybe an Airbnb or something like that. Come and uh, and enjoy it for some from some time in the year. And um, so once they come up, maybe I'll turn my father-in-law into a golfer. We'll see what the hell happens with that. So yeah, there you go, there you go. Cheyenne doesn't like to golf. You know, to be honest with you, ever since we got together and we, I just got so busy and the friends got so busy, I haven't golfed in probably over ten years. So, Are you uh, no, I know, I know, isn't that scary? I wasn't aware of that. I'm aware now. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know what? Wow. Next, yeah, because we've been in, we start our 10th year in January. So that's around the time that we were getting ready to move. So that's kind of the last time. Wow. I think maybe even one of the last times I played golf was with you. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been. Could have been Manhattan Beach. There you go. Great Same three car. Yeah. Love that three car. <laughs> that was fun. That was a little bit of a Excellent. Um, I I'm curious about one thing, Damien. Did 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 Pooh Bear? Did she make any comment about the friends that she's made 
in Tennessee and how they compare with the friends that she had in uh, in, in California. I mean, it'd be interesting to if if she if there was a difference for her. Yeah, there's there's definitely a difference. I mean, out there, her best friends, you know, that she went to school with, a public school, they, you know, they decided to go to a private school, and that's when she really noticed the changes in from public to private. Because next, you know, the things they were talking about meant nothing to her whatsoever. It was all material, you know, and this and that, and who's doing what and who's doing this. And um, so I think that was part of it, too. Those were her closest friends. And then when she came up here, uh, I guess it's different in that way. I mean, they're all kind of wholesome kids and there's just not that much. They're all kind of, you know, down to earth or, you know, they range. We're, we're close to a place called Fairfield Glade where they're. You know, they, they make more money up there. Uh, mm. People in Crossville, not so much, but they all go to the same school. But they all mm. seem to co you know, they're, they're fine. They mesh together just fine. So mm -hmm. I don't know. She just doesn't. I, she has, I would say she has more close friends up here than she did out there in California. Interesting. So, um, wow. Um, and like I said, she has her, her church friends and stuff and the, uh, that are big in church. They're, you know, this is a very big, I mean, it's called Crossville for a reason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ray, can we get a yeah. drum roll? It is called Crossville <laughs> for a reason. Yes. So there's more churches out there. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Crossville so, for a reason. Right on. Yeah, I mean, we probably have, I mean, just in my neighborhood alone, I'm there's probably like 10, 12 churches within a, a mile of me, two miles. Yes, they're on every corner. I don't know where these people come from because we're a town of 15,000. <laughs> but then we have 15,000 churches. So I don't understand what's going on. So. Oh, that's classic, man. That is, that's Church Alley, right? <laughs> yes, most definitely. Oh, my goodness. That's so interesting. That is so, and they all, you know, they all have their deity, right? They all, I mean, it, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, in ancient civilizations, they each had their deity. As Mariella said last season, the spheres, oh, watch this segue, ba-doom, ba-doom, ba-doom. Yeah. Mariella said that the spheres were a way for the people to be close to their gods, right? To, to be able to be close so here you have church alley in tennessee crossville same thing going on people wanting to be close to their god very interesting wow 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 it hasn't changed over three thousand two thousand years we, we want to be close to uh the creator very 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 cool man wow wow that's excellent, Damien. Congratulate. I, you know, I kind of did the exact opposite. I had to get out of the South. <laughs> Reasons that you may well imagine, right? <laughs> okay, I just have one thing to say. Can you imagine me and your sister with her uh, demeanor? traveling through some of these little bitty towns in Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, 
and you know being a whole different culture than what she grew up with in southern california uh and can you just imagine uh the potential of trouble that we would get into because i mean uh you know everybody i just you know i, I mean the world is a much better place now thankfully and i mean it's always about being intelligent and, and 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 getting rid of ignorance right ignorance in any shape or form is not good and 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 the thing that my my parents grew up in the era uh, following world war ii my father actually uh was a buffalo soldier bob marley buffalo soldier song the regiment that he served in in world war ii was actually descendant from the Buffalo soldiers who they were given that name by the Native Americans, the indigenous peoples of North America, because they fought so fiercely. African-American soldiers who were called Buffalo soldiers because they fought like buffaloes. And, and my father fought in a segregated unit. I mean, you listeners around the world, can you believe that in World War II, African-American soldiers were not allowed to fight side by side with white soldiers. I mean, I don't know what kind of mentality, you know, that's the same kind of mentality that has excluded women from being acknowledged for the accomplishments that they have given to the world. And, and, and so um, I just, I'm so happy that the world is better than it was uh, when my parents grew up. And Mariella, right here in Costa Rica, I heard a story that on the Caribbean side in Limon, there was a period of time where the Blacks could not catch a train from Limon up to San Jose. Is that true? Right, right. Wow. And what, what, what time frame was that? I'm not sure. I don't know, but I know through the history that it, it happened. Yes. So it's it's around the world, you know, people, human beings, I guess that's an unfortunate side of human nature to uh, take advantage of another culture. And my great grandmother was Native American, North American Cherokee, and the indigenous peoples all around the world have have been uh really um treated not in a well way and 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 so um in, in the united states you have tribes all across the united states in the south you had cherokee and the seminoles like in florida on the plains you had the sioux and uh and apache in the southwest here in costa rica you have the baruca the bribri and so you know, back to our endeavor to try to help the Badukas regain their knowledge of the spheres. It, it's great. And um, I, I mean, it's coming up on two o'clock and we have plenty of time. Uh, Damien, are you in a rush to get anywhere? No, just to make another cocktail so I can hang out and listen to some things. I really oh. was interested in hearing a little more about the spheres. Okay. and any other okay. things like, I mean, I have watched your podcasts back in the day, so 
I see the chisel on this, you know, in this mask. And Mariella did? Yes. Uh, yes. yes. And if you couldn't great. get it, we get it, yes. But uh, Isn't that I, the most awesome demonstration? <laughs> I mean, she was so careful not to, you know, not to injure the, the rocks. Yes, yes but if, if you saw it careful, I, I, when I said, exactly when I said, uh, I'm not trying to destroy nature, and a piece of, of rock falls down. <laughs> <laughs> most excellent yeah yeah okay okay well um okay now uh and mariella you're okay on the time yes i'm fine yes of course okay so ray if we go over two o'clock a little bit is that okay uh-oh no, no. okay uh -oh. <laughs> Before Ray answers, I want to let you know that still nowadays, when, for example, when we go to a hardware store, when women go to hardware st store, uh, men look at you like if you you weren't supposed to be there. Like you don't know what you're doing. Yes, exactly. Unbelievable. Unreal. And you know what? When I was talking about uh, Ada, Ada Byron Lovelace, now, she was the daughter of Lord Byron. And I learned this from the fictional novels that Tirza reads. She was the daughter of Lord Byron, who was a very close friend of Mary Shelley, who wrote Frankenstein, right? One of the great classic novels. So, and then, you know, the, the, uh, that, the movie Hidden Figures, the women... Uh, the African American women, who who before computers came around, they were the ones who, with pencil and paper, calculated the trajectories for all the early NASA space missions, like Mercury and Gemini. Right? I mean, they. And, but you would never read that in any history book you ever come across. And I'm sure, Mariella, that here in Costa Rica, there are women that have made significant contributions that people may not know about, right? I mean, just like all over the world, right? Absolutely, right. Yeah, yeah. And so, okay, okay, Damien, here's here's the deal with the spheres. Now- We have 15 more minutes. I tell you what, Mariella, I, I, I would like to have a native Costa Rican tell you the background of the spheres, and then I'll tell you kind of what I did. But Mariella, take it away. Yes, yes, this, this is awesome. This is awesome. Okay, okay. Well, I don't know if you, ha if you have seen the spheres in any images or pictures. Well, it's supposed that they were made uh, or they were supposed to be a calendar. They were supposed to be a calendar which predicted eclipses. Uh, we're not sure who created them because it's it's very difficult for humans to create them, and there are different theories. And well, uh, they were destroyed. Sadly, they were found in I don't I don't remember 1930 something. Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly. Mm -hmm. But well, yes. rediscovered, right? And they were destroyed because they were looking for gold in there center and some of them were stolen 
So nowadays it's very difficult to realize if they were uh, a calendar because they are not in the same order. Another theory says that they were part of the, of the families. They were created by families uh, because they were um, built in front of houses, in front of each house. So it could be a, a, a hierarchy um, sign. And they are yes. they are perfectly rounded. That's what is awesome. That they are perfectly rounded and it's difficult to create something like that in in, in those materials. And, and they uh, <clears throat> sorry. Um, uh -huh. did, were you able to like date the time of when the rocks or anything like that, the carbon dating, was that done or is that possible? Find out how old to, they are. Or? Like in 3,000 years ago, was it? I'm not sure. Yeah, so they would have the tools to, to make something like that. That's basically. No, no, no they didn't. See, that's why I wanted to get to the ancient alien kind of thing, too. I want to talk to you guys and your opinions on those kind of things when, you know, because I, I watch that show and I see these, you know, these pictures and these paintings and these, these you know, buildings. And they, I just I can't believe how they could actually get that done without some kind of help. I mean, I want to say it out loud. It's hard, it's hard for me to say it out loud, but I do believe they, they probably did get some help from where I don't know, but uh, it is, uh, there's there's some strange things out there you can't explain, I think. Yes, actually, uh, they say that the Borucas created their own tools and they, were, they are in the museum. They're currently in the museum. Okay. That we're going to visit, right, Leroy? That's right, and and okay, I feel like a kid in a candy store with you two on here. Okay, okay, okay. Now, uh, Damien, these mm -hmm. spheres, they're they're not found anywhere else in the world. I mean, you have pyramids in different parts of the. I hope I'm not repeating myself, but you have pyramids in other part of the parts of the world. The ones in Egypt, you know, they have the smooth surface, and then in Central America. You have the step pyramids, but they're pyramids, right? Spheres such as these are, the area that they're found in within Costa Rica. Now, Costa Rica is about 51,200 square kilometers. The area within Costa Rica, the southern part of Costa Rica, which is called the Diki Delta, basically the area amounts to about 10 square city blocks, 10 hectares, which is a, a hectare is a tenth of a square kilometer. So just kind of approximating, you're looking at about 10 square city blocks in all the world where these spheres have been found. And they range in diameter from a couple of centimeters to eight meters across, the ones that have been found so far, and they are almost perfectly spherical. And the reason why I say almost is because of time erosion, that has deteriorated them. But there was a sphere that was just recently found back in May in the ground. I'll send you the picture, but when they excavated it, it is smooth. It is perfectly spherical. I mean, it's unreal. And, and the date that these spheres supposedly were constructed was from about uh, 200 AD to 700 AD. And 
And the thing about it is, is that even though the Barukas are credited with having the most knowledge about them, there's a very possibility that there's an indigenous peoples that existed prior to the Baruka that were really responsible. But you got to start from the Barukas to try to find out. They're the closest thing we have that we know of to try to find out who, when, why, and especially how they were constructed. And, and if you ever lean up against one of these spheres, Damien, they are just so solid. Look at that. They're, thank you, Ray. They're just so solid. I mean, uh, one of the rocks that they're made of is called uh, Gabbro, G-A-B-B-R-O. It basically has a density of about uh, three grams per cubic centimeter, which count, which winds up being 3,000 kilograms per cubic meter. I mean, that's dense. And then some of them are made out of limestone. I mean, and they're found on mountain hilltops. And, and you know, it's just, I mean, it's just, and, and the thing about it, you have so much literature that's been written on other archaeological artifacts, the pyramids, Machu Picchu, Teotihuacan, Chichen Itzu, nothing, hardly nothing is known about the spheres. And it just makes you wonder, what is it about that little bitty area of Earth that this mysterious enigma was done? And it exists. It's not like it's some imagination, fantasy. They exist. They exist. So they had to have been made somehow by somebody, some way, because they exist. You know, it's not like a black hole or a white dwarf, which, you know, that's cool. And it's very mysterious, but we're never going to be able to go out there and get up close and personal to a black hole or a white dwarf or a or a a, a, a a quasar. These are right here, and they're just as mysterious. They point to an ancient knowledge that we don't have a clue of. And if we could just get something a little little peek into what whoever did, what they did, when they did. And, you know, Mariella last season, she said that in the journals of the expeditions of the conquistadors, uh, Cortez, who came here back in the 1500s, it's documented that the peoples would gather in the land of the balls. I mean, you know, I mean, oh, my goodness. It's such a mystery, Damien. It's just, I mean, it's just such a mystery. You know, and I mean, you got to figure these spheres. I mean, the one that's eight meters across. Okay, the one that I'm standing next to it on, on the university of the campus. Of, yeah, that. Thank you, Ray. Okay, mm -hmm. we calculated using physics and mathematics, geometry and algebra, and using the density of Gabbro rock that it's probably about 10 tons because I'm about six foot three without my afro. I'm probably six foot one, <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyway, <laughs> but we we figured it's about six feet in diameter, which is about 1.8 meters. So if you use that in the geometrical equations that give you the volume of a sphere, if you know the radius, which in this case would be 0 0.9 meters, and you use the density, you get that it's about 10 tons. How do you move that, Damien? 
I mean, you know, how? What? How many human beings would you, you know, I, you know, I mean, okay, okay. Tell them, baby, you know. Okay, so when we went to the um, Think of Six, which was the museum that we were um, able to access on our trip, September. Anyways, they had some displays and I took a picture and the, the sphere was the size of a bowling ball and it was 50 pounds, 50 pounds. So what's right. a bowling ball average normal weight? 12 pounds? 12, 12 15 pounds, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. I mean, so the size of a bowling ball is 50 pounds and you're just in his, his description of his rock. Yeah. That's pretty heavy. Honey. And, and the thing is, Mariella said, you know, she spoke with one of the the head archeologists at the national museum of Costa Rica. And he said that they had determined that special tools were used to shape them. But Mariella, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. They didn't really have an idea of what these special tools look like, right? So far? No, not all of them, but some are are in the museum because they were found next to the spheres. Okay. But only a few of them. And how were they used, right? Okay, now we got a little look at this. So tools were used, but how, right? And when you see how solid, and, I, and, and you know, Damien, uh, when Tears and I went down to where uh, the Dikey Delta, there's film footage of, of walking through the jungle. And you just try to imagine, I mean, figure this, if you wind up with a 10 ton sphere, like in the picture with me, it means you pretty, pretty much started out with a block of solid granite, solid rock, which probably 14 tons. I mean, to get that sphere, the raw material you started out with is much more, right? I mean, it's, you, you had more raw material. And to haul that from a quarry somewhere through dense jungle, across rivers, through streams, you know, it just gets better and better on the mystery. And some of them have been found on top of hilltops, okay? Top of, of hilltops, not level ground, not valleys, just any kind of terrain you can imagine. And it just, I mean, this is a true mystery. It's a true mystery, man. I mean, yes. What'd you say? Oh, we can't hear you, Damien. We can hear you. I can't hear you. Okay. I still, Still can't hear you, Damien. I can hear you, Mariella. You can hear me? Can you hear me, Lyra? I can, I can hear, hear you. you. Yes. Damien, can, can, can you hear us, Damien? Oh, Damien, you might have muted your mic. Try unmuting your mic. I just got a message from Ray. Okay. I hear something. And actually, we have one minute left. We have one minute left? Okay. Yes. Baby, why don't you stay for the last minute? Okay. Hi, Damien. Damien, can we hear you? Oh, try unmuting your mic. Is your mic muted? It's okay. Okay. Happy birthday, Damien. Thanks it's all right. for joining. Happy well, birthday. we got a minute. Hey, so Damien. 
anytime. Okay, bro. Okay, brother-in-law. Okay, this is so much fun. And it's great to get your perspective. You don't know how happy I am to hear, Damien. Can you hear me, Damien? Do a thumbs up. You don't know how happy it makes me that you listen to some of our show and you got interested in the spheres. That's, bro, that's what I wanted, man. I wanted, the, I, you know, that's awesome. Okay, all right. So in closing, Mariella, thank you so much for joining us. Finally, you, if I yes. could hug you, I, if I could hug you, I would hug you. Okay, all right. And, Baby, you want to say anything in closing? Yeah, Mariana, nice to see you again. And thank you so much for all the time and that you do with all these kids, being a teacher and uh, being patient with my husband as well. And little brother, Damien. Yes. Oh, now yeah, we, have, we, we hear you, Damien. But, okay. uh, you know what happened is I, uh, I received a phone call a few minutes ago. I think that screwed it up a little bit. Oh, okay. okay. Right on. Right on. Okay. Right. Happy birthday. Anytime, so, and uh, love to the family, and I'll talk to you later. I love you. Love you. Love you. And hey, Damien, we can get April, the you know your uh, Pooh Bear, the the, the four legged kids, her friends. friends. We can do whatever we want on this podcast. I mean, we can. This is fun. This is what it's all about talking, <laughs> and that's how knowledge is transmitted. So, thank you so much. What an awesome, awesome broadcast, Damien. Thank you, Mariella. And thank you too, Ray. Ray, thank of course. You. Ray, I told you I'd finally get some guests on here. Yay! I finally <laughs> All right, Mariella, thank you so much. Thank Damien, you. Thank you. All right, baby, come here. Let's say goodbye. Okay, bye. All right, we're okay, going to we'll okay. sign out then. Okay. Excellent. Right on. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Feliz cumpleaños. All right. Yes. Thank you, Mariella. Thank you so much. I really All enjoyed right. today. Oh, man. This is awesome. Finally. Like season one. Thank you, Mariella. Yes. All right. Okay. So hey, Ray, you can. Are we done? Oh, oh, I've, okay, baby, come here. Okay, so everybody out there, we got so happy with the, uh, I shouldn't have had Damien to hang up so quick. Okay, all right, everybody, thank you for joining us. And as you can see, we have guests now. So tune in, <laughs> tune in next week. Same fat time, same fat channel. All right. Bye.